Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. It is, as always, an honor and a pleasure to have you joining me today. You know, I've been talking a lot about the COVID vaccine, the Great Reset, the emergence of a new world order, and all the weird things that are going on in the world. We're seeing the lockdowns increased. Um, you know, I've started to get tense. I'm grinding my teeth. I'm not sleeping as well because, you know, feeling the effects of all the things that are going on. And I have to remind myself every now and then that these children think that they're running this dark conspiracy and puppet mastering the globe according to their brilliant plans. But ultimately, all things are working together just as God has ordained all of it. You and I we're made for this moment. We're in the right place. This is the right time for us. And one of the most important things for you and I to do now is walk by faith and not by sight. I don't know what the future holds, but I know that in God's hands, we will be fine. You know, if we try and walk through this in the flesh, it will continue to make us miserable despondent, depressed, suicide rates, um, prescription drug abuse, marital, or, uh, domestic abuse, and all these things are skyrocketing as the world around us suffers deeply. An 11-year-old boy, during his um, Skype call with his class, muted his camera and microphone and committed suicide using a handgun. Just horrific, horrific things taking place. I think we're all feeling a bit of that pressure, and we just have to keep reminding ourselves God is in control from start to finish, and we are loved. We are deeply loved by Him. So whether our fate is imprisonment or not having access to the old things of this world, it's all for our good. It may not feel good, and it may not seem good, but it is indeed for our good. And that's a wonderful thing to remember. I want to share an article with you guys that really summarizes the Great Reset, um, all the things I've been talking about very succinctly. And I found this on a website called humansarefree.com. And I'll just read through it. What is the Great Reset we're now hearing about? In a nutshell, the Great Reset refers to a global agenda to monitor and control the world through digital surveillance. As explained by journalist James Corbett in his October 16, 2020 Corbett report above, the Great Reset is a new social contract. Now, I look at those words and alarm bells go off inside of me, guys. It's, uh, let me read that again. The Great Reset is a new social contract. And that's precisely what it is. Another word for that would be covenant. The Great Reset is a new covenant that ties every person to it through an electronic ID linked to your bank account and health records and a social credit ID that will end up dictating every facet of your life. It's about getting rid of capitalism and free enterprise and replacing them with sustainable development and stakeholder capitalism, terms that belie their nefarious anti-humanity intents. As noted in the book Technocracy, The Hard Road to World Order, sustainable development is technocracy. The sustainable development movement has taken careful steps to conceal its true identity, strategy, and purpose. But once the veil is lifted, you will never see it any other way. Once its strategy is unmasked, everything else will start to make sense. 
In her blog post, The Great Reset for Dummies, Tessa Lina summarizes the purpose behind the call for a global reset. The mathematical reason for The Great Reset is that thanks to technology, the planet has gotten smaller and the infinite expansion economic model is bust. But obviously, the super wealthy want to continue staying super wealthy. And so they need a miracle, another bubble plus a surgically precise system for managing what they perceive as their limited resources. Thus, they desperately want a bubble providing new growth out of thin air, literally, while simultaneously they seek to tighten the peasants' belts in an effort that starts with behavioral modification, a.k.a. resetting the Western peasants' sense of entitlement to high life standards and liberties. The psychological reason for the Great Reset is the fear of losing control of property and the planet. I suppose if you own billions and move trillions, your perception of reality gets funky, and everything down below looks like an anthill that exists for you. Just ants and numbers, your assets. Thus, the practical aim of the Great Reset is to fundamentally restructure the world's economy and geopolitical relations based on two assumptions. One, that every element of nature and every life form is a part of the global inventory, managed by the allegedly benevolent state, which in turn is owned by several suddenly benevolent wealthy people, via technology. And two, that all inventory needs to be strictly accounted for, be registered in a central database, be readable by a scanner, and easily ID'd, and be managed by AI using the latest science. The goal is to count and then efficiently manage and control all resources, including people on an unprecedented scale with unprecedented digital precision, all while the masters keep indulging, enjoying vast patches of conserved nature free of unnecessary sovereign peasants and their unpredictability. These new global assets can also be turned into brand new financial instruments that can then be traded. An example of this was given by Vandana Shiva, PhD, in my interview with her. In it, she explained how India is headed towards zero-budget natural farming, a brand new concept of farming in which farmers must trade the carbon rate in their soil on the global market if they want to make a living. They'll get no money at all for the crops they actually grow. There's not a single area of life that is left out of this great reset plan. The planned reform will affect everything from government, energy and finance, to food, medicine, real estate, policing, and even how we interact with our fellow human beings in general. Privacy protections, of course, are a major hurdle in this plan, which is why every effort is made to get people to loosen their views on the right for privacy. In the U.S., we also have the Constitution that stands in the way, which is why efforts to undermine, circumvent, ignore, or nullify it are increasing. To sum it up, the desired end result is a giant, joyless, highly controlled, global conveyor of everything and everybody where privacy is tremendously expensive, dissent is unthinkable, and spiritual submission is mandatory. It's like a 24-7 medicated reality, except the medications are both chemical and digital, and they are reporting you back to the mothership, which can then punish you for bad behavior by, say, blocking your access to certain places, or by putting a hold on your digital bank account, perhaps without any human intervention at all. Now, for those who wonder what stakeholder capitalism is, on October 5th, 2020, 
Winter Oak Article 5 addressed the technocratic fascist vision of Professor Klaus Schwab, founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, who wrote the book on the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Schwab announced the World Economic Forum's Great Reset Initiative in June of 2020, which includes stripping all people of their privately owned assets. In addition to being a staunch technocrat, Schwab also has a strong transhumanist bend, and he has spoken of a near future in which humans merge with machines and in which law enforcement will be able to read our minds. Winter Oak, a British non-profit social justice organization, points out that Schwab and his globalist accomplices are using the COVID-19 pandemic to bypass democratic accountability, to override opposition, to accelerate their agenda, and to impose it on the rest of humankind against our will. This is no conspiracy theory. The plan is out in the open, as noted by Time Magazine 7. The COVID-19 pandemic has provided a unique opportunity to think about the kind of future we want. Ultimate proof, COVID-19 was planned to usher in the New World Order. The same statement has been delivered by a number of politicians and organizations around the world in recent months. Schwab's book, 8.9, COVID-19, The Great Reset, also urges industry leaders and decision makers to make good use of the pandemic and not letting the crisis go to waste. Incidentally, the owner of Time magazine and founder of Salesforce, Mark Benioff, is also a board member of the World Economic Forum, so he's clearly familiar with the reset plan. The problem is that while the plan is being sold as a way to finally make life fair and equitable for all people, the required sacrifices do not apply to the technocrats running the system. Ultimately, the Great Reset will result in two tiers of people, the technocratic elite who have all the power and rule over all assets, and the rest of humanity who have no power, no assets, and no say-so in anything. While technocracy is not a political system, but an economic one, in practical terms it does not resemble fascism. None of it is being sold under the banner of fascism, of course. Instead, they use financial terms like stakeholder capitalism, described by Forbes magazine as the notion that a firm focuses on meeting the needs of all its stakeholders, customers, employees, partners, the community, and society as a whole. In that same article, Forbes points out that this strategy has already been tried and failed. It failed because balancing conflicting stakeholder claims was near impossible and only led to mass confusion and poor returns. The failure of this strategy is what led big business to focus on maximizing shareholder value instead. Now at a time when big business finds itself under attack for single-mindedly shoveling money to its shareholders and its executives at the expense of customers, employees, the environment, and society as a whole, the answer, they say, is to return to stakeholder capitalism. But if it didn't work before, what makes us think it will work now? The Great Reset Plan for Big Food, a November 9, 2020 article. In The Defender, a new media platform by the Children's Health Defense also points out the problems with the World Economic Forum's Great Reset Plan for the food industry. The architects of the plan claim it will reduce food scarcity, hunger and disease, and even mitigate climate change. But a closer look at the corporations and think tanks the WEF is partnering with to usher in this global transformation suggests that the real motive is tighter corporate control over the food system by means 
means of technological solutions. Aside from the food industry, partners include data mining giants, telecommunications, weapons manufacturers, finance, drug companies, and the biotechnology industry. Looking at that list, it should come as no surprise that the World Economic Forum insists the future of food and public health hinges on genetically modified organisms, laboratory-grown protein, drugs, and industrial chemicals. The EAT Forum and the Rise of Food Imperialism. To further the fake food takeover, the World Economic Forum has partnered with the EAT Forum, which will set the political agenda for global food production. The EAT Forum was co-founded by the Wellcome Trust, which in turn was established with the financial help of GlaxoSmithKline. EAT currently collaborates with nearly 40 city governments across Africa, Europe, Asia, North and South America, and Australia, and maintains close relationships with imitation meat companies such as Impossible Foods, which was co-founded by Google, Jeff Bezos, and Bill Gates. As noted by the Defender, the ultimate aim is to replace wholesome, nutritious foods with genetically modified lab creations. To this end, EAT is working with the United Nations Children's Fund to establish global dietary guidelines as sustainable development initiatives. The Planetary Health Diet, 15, developed by EAT, is a diet that is supposed to replace all others. Frederick Leroy, a food science and biotechnology professor at University of Brussels, told the Defender, the diet aims to cut the meat and dairy intake of the global population by as much as 90% in some cases and replace it with lab-made foods, cereals, and oil. Vandana Shiva, PhD, has raised harsh critique against the proposed diet, saying it is not about nutrition at all, it's about big business and it's about a corporate takeover of the food system. The Defender adds, according to EAT's own report, the big adjustments the organization and its corporate partners want to make to the food system are unlikely to be successful if left up to the individual and the changes they wish to impose on social, societal eating habits and food require reframing at the systemic level with hard policy interventions that include laws, fiscal measures, subsidies and penalties, trade reconfiguration and other economic and structural measures. But Shiva said this is the wrong approach because all of the science shows the diet should be centered around regional and geographical biodiversity. She explained that EAT's uniform global diet will be produced with Western technology and agricultural chemicals, forcing this onto sovereign nations by multinational lobbying is what I refer to as food imperialism. The future of food and healthcare. You can get a feel for where the future of food is headed by analyzing the World Economic Forum's strategic intelligence map. As you can see, this top-down approach ties food production to a wide range of sectors, including biotech, the chemical industry, artificial intelligence, the Internet of Things, and the digital economy. For more details on Schwab and the World Economic Forum's strategic intelligence plan, see Covert Geopolitics article breaking down the global elite's Great Reset Master Plan. If any of this raises your concern, you're probably not going to like what the World Health Economic Forum has in store for healthcare reform either, as detailed on their website. Our current capital-intensive hospital Hospital-centric model is unsustainable and ineffective. The platform for shaping the future of health and healthcare leverages a data-enabled delivery system and virtual care integrated across the continuum of care from precision prevention to personalized care delivery. 
aiding the World Economic Forum in this healthcare transformation are the biggest corporate criminals in the history of the modern world, including Bill Gates, AstraZeneca, Bayer, Johnson & Johnson, Merck, Pfizer, Novartis, and a host of others. These companies have at various times been found guilty of all sorts of crimes that they have paid tens of billions of dollars in fines for. They are also loaded with conflicts of interest in nearly every venture they are involved with. Yet we're now supposed to believe these companies are going to put aside their profit incentives and fix the whole system. Build Back Better. As noted in a July 21st, 2020 World Economic Forum article, the economic devastation caused by COVID-19 pandemic shutdowns has the potential to hobble global prosperity for generations to come. The answer is to come up with stimulus measures such as infrastructure development that can allow countries to move forward. But while at it, countries are urged to make sure the economic system is built back better. Make no mistake, this catchy slogan is part and parcel of the Great Reset Plan and cannot be separated from it, no matter how altruistic it may sound. As reported by Fox News, a radical movement called the Great Reset embraced by some Democrats poses a great threat to liberty and free markets in the United States and around the world. The Great Reset is perhaps the biggest danger to capitalism and individual rights since the collapse of the Soviet Union. It would destroy the current capitalist system and replace it with progressive and modern socialist systems with a special emphasis placed on eco-socialist policies. Policy ideas offered by Great Reset advocates include government-provided basic income programs, universal health care, massive tax increases, and the Green New Deal. For example, at a campaign event on July 9th, Biden said, We need to end the era of shareholder capitalism, a major part of the Great Reset proposal that would alter how companies are evaluated, elevating social justice causes and climate change concerns over property rights. The Build Back Better plan comes straight from the Great Reset's playbook. As recently as July 13th, the World Economic Forum promoted Building Back Better through green infrastructure programs as part of the Great Reset. Part of the building back better is to shift the financial system over to an all-digital currency system, which in turn is part of the system of social control, as it can easily be used to incentivize desired behaviors and discourage undesired ones. On August 13, 2020, Article 31 on the Federal Reserve website discussed the, the supposed benefit of a central bank digital currency. There's general agreement among experts that most major countries will implement CBDC within the next two to four years. Many uninformed people believe that these new CBDCs will be very similar to existing cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, but they would be mistaken. Bitcoin is decentralized and a rational strategy to opt out of the existing central bank controlled system, while these CBDCs will be centralized and completely controlled by the central banks and will have smart contracts that allow the banks to surveil and control your life. The Great Reset PSYOPs Guide. It goes without saying that to achieve the kind of radical transformation of every part of society has its challenges. No person in their right mind would agree to it if aware of the details of the whole plan. So to roll this out, 
they had to use psychological manipulation and fear is the most effective tool there is. As explained by psychiatrist Dr. Peter Bregan, there's an entire school of public health research that focuses on identifying the most effective ways to frighten people into accepting desired public health measures. By adding confusion and uncertainty to the mix, you can bring an individual from fear to anxiety, a state of confusion in which you can no longer think logically, and in this state you are more easily manipulated. The following graphic illustrates the central role of fear-mongering for the successful rollout of the Great Reset. So at the top it has a, a red circle that says fear, and then below that COVID-19. Below that is a yellow box that says four stages towards global technocracy. One is demoralization and shaming. I'm trying to open this up and make it a little bit bigger. It's very small print. Um, two is dehumanization through masks. Three is a crisis through the pandemic. Four is normalization, and AKA the new normal. So conditioning us to all accept masks, social distancing, the pandemic, and, and things of that nature. And from there it goes down to behavior modification and health. Gosh, that's small. And then below that, social distancing. Yeah, so it's just a breakdown of how they are instilling fear in us. The article goes on, social engineering is central to technocratic rule. In closing, keep in mind that technocracy is inherently a technological society run through social engineering. Fear is but one manipulation tool. The focus on science is another. Anytime someone dissents, they're simply accused of being anti-science, and any science that conflicts with the status quo is declared debunked science. The only science that matters is whatever the technocrats deem to be true, no matter how much evidence there is against it. We've seen this firsthand during this pandemic as big tech has censored and banned anything going against the opinions of the World Health Organization, which is just another cog in the technocratic machine. If we allow this censorship to continue, the end result will be nothing short of devastating. We simply must keep pushing for transparency and truth. We must insist on medical freedom, personal liberty, and the right to privacy. One fight in particular that I don't see us being able to evade is the fight against mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations. If we don't take a firm stand against that and fight for the right to make our own choice, there will be no end to the medical tyranny that will follow. As noted in the covert geopolitics article, as you might have guessed, the most important anchor of recovery is for a COVID-19 vaccination. The implication is that without a vaccine, the world will be unable to return to any sense of normality, particularly in terms of open interactions with your fellow men. You can actually participate in the global efforts to cripple the deep state, organized criminal cabal's ability for genocide while enjoying healthcare freedom at the same time by boycotting Big Pharma for good. And it, it closes off with some references and uh, a word from Dr. Joseph Mercola on combating cancer and boosting your brain power, things of that nature. But I, I think it's such a succinct article. Once again, I found it at humansarefree.com. And it's a summary of the rollout of the Great Reset or Build Back Better or the New World Order or the Green New Deal, whatever slogan you attach to it it's all pushing towards the same ends and a lot of things in this article i've said 
over the last few weeks. And this just kind of brings everything together clearly and concisely. I hope that my reading of it wasn't too um, jarring for you to take in the information because it really is um, a brilliant article and one worthy of sharing. Thank you so much for joining me. God bless.